0: This is the Fedora Chronicles Network. The Metaphysical Connection, Episode 16, UFO Disclosure 2016, is brought to you by our Zazzle page, zazzle.com slash Fedora Chronicles. Walt Schnabel and I, Eric Renderking Fisk, Welcome our special guest, Dennis chico Cremo, to discuss UFO sightings in Vermont, why some regions of the country are hotbeds of UFO and extraterrestrial activity, and ultimately the conversation turns to the topic of disclosure and its possible effects on future societies. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. So let's, let's start with the beginning here with Walt. Wow. Walt brought a special guest.
1: My ear just kicked in, my other ear for some reason
0: i I, I i'm telling you that what the extension cord is bogus
1: okay that could be probably bought it at radio shack you something. this that's what i don't know i can't remember but that's what you get
0: that's what you get for buying crap at radio shack
1: i i that's why they're out of business
0: how many times have i told you don't buy (laughs) crap at radio shack (laughs)
1: Uh, before we get started i i've I've got to talk about a phone call that i got Uh, okay and this was very strange a uh, guy named John Miller called me, and and he said that he was Eric Fisk's publicist, and and he kept playing these clips that said Eric is right, Eric is right. <laughs> <laughs> you know who John Miller is, right? <laughs> no, it's not the guy Donald Trump was saying was his publicist. <laughs> I had to get that we always start out with a little, uh, a, a little little bit a little bit of levity a little levity right and so you, you can stop calling me now Eric. I, got, I, I know you're a pod god and all that stuff <laughs> <laughs> So okay so you want to get rolling on the serious stuff now one, one
0: of the things I would like to be able to just say really quickly here is is that we we, we are climbing the charts on iTunes when the metaphysical connection is standing all by and If you do a search, of metaphysical, our podcast is the first one that pops up. Really, really, is that new? Is yeah, that something new. So, anyway, Walt, introduce our our guest. Okay, and we
1: have, we have a we have a special guest today, um, all the way from the exotic land of Vermont, which are which is where Eric has I grew ori- up originated. There. From. I grew there, up there. Right? Yep, yep. So uh, we know that weird stuff comes from Vermont. Um, judging by Eric. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, Chico is not a Vermont native because I I have a very, um, at this point, very long connection with with, with Chico. We actually grew up together.
2: Um, really? Yeah, we
1: played we played little league together. So we go back to about what Chico, like eight years old, maybe something like that. Or eight, yeah, somewhere? definitely eight years old. So that's old. when that's when little league yeah, starts.
2: 1959, 1960
1: Right, so we go we go way back, and we, um, you know we went to went to high school together, um, and then after high school, I'd say we lost contact pretty much. I think I might have run into you a few times here and there in Danelon, or um, I remember seeing you at a high school reunion, one of the high school reunions right. that we yeah. had. Yep. Um, but that's been that back was at a those
2: ways. Those, yeah. Um,
1: so through the through the magic of social media. We we reconnected on, on Facebook and and got to talking and uh, back and forth a little bit and then and then we talked uh, at pretty length on uh, a phone conversation about some some common interests that we have mostly UFOs and, yeah. and uh, psychic things that have happened and, 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 and Chico's got a pretty long history of that um, uh, you know that kind of kind of thing in his in his background um i'm gonna let him talk talk a little bit about his his background in a minute um so it was kind of interesting that we we you know had had a, a path that sort of was in this going the same way for very early in our lives and then it really diverged and and then we came back together again and and uh, uh there's no coincidence there's always always a reason for these things and why they happen so so during the course of our conversation i said chico i'm i'm doing a um doing a podcast now with a, with a friend of mine would you like to do it and he said sure so here we are yeah and we, we set it up and he, he was kind enough to drive down to down to our uh bunker here where we where we do the do the podcast every week
0: the cabin in the woods <clears throat> right
1: eric's eric's ranch
0: exactly rancho fisk Ran- El Ran- rancho fisk rancho de fisco
1: um so with with no further ado i'm gonna i'm gonna bring chico into the into the mix here um his his actual name his real name is Dennis nicknamed chico you can talk about how you got that nickname if you want i don't know <laughs> uh, his last name is crema so um i'm gonna bring him in and let him talk a little bit about himself he's He's a pretty interesting guy in his own right he's done a lot of interesting things he's he's currently still a musician among other things that he does so so, with no further ado, go ahead, Chico. I'll take it over.
2: Uh, okay, I don't know where you want me to begin. Start uh, with your your early. You, you talked to me a
1: little bit about we we lived in a we lived in a small town in central New Jersey called Donellan, which nobody has probably ever heard of, other than a few people. Um, very small mile square town, so you know everybody kind of knows each other pretty well. You know, everybody right, knows each yeah, other's so, business and stuff.
2: Yeah. So me and Walt kind of <coughs> grew up there. We played. Uh, Played Pee Wee League and Little League together, and uh, I was always kind of into sports. Um, that's basically what you did when you lived in Denell. We had a great recreation department, and right. you know, your parents always knew where you were, and everybody knew everybody. It was blue collar town, um, <clears throat> Polish immigrants, German immigrants, Italian immigrants. It's uh, the it very tight, very tight knit community, um, <clears throat> and my first, we had this little, uh, <clears throat> my first experience with with, with getting into um, UFOs and and the the, the psychic stuff was uh, my my mother was actually uh, Czechoslovakian, uh, she could read tarot cards, tea leaves. Um, and she was a psychic by right. She could just sit there and talk to you, and she would tell you all about your life, and you would just be amazed what she knew about you and about your parents, whether you had brothers or sisters, without even meeting you. Really? Without even meeting you. That would be the first time she met you. She would just sit down and just tell you what's going on with you, what do you have going on with your father, that type of thing. Um and so anyway, um we had a we had a store in town um called Brown Stationery and I bought my first one of the first books I read and it was uh Project Blue Book. And ever even before I was 11 years old I, I just always had this um natural affinity to look up in the in the sky all the time wondering where I came from um, even though I had a Presbyterian um, background, I was churchgoer and in, in the choir when I was younger. Um, but it did. It, there was just something more that that I was searching for, and and it was always in the sky. Was, I was always looking in the sky, and I just, I just always had this feeling that that's where I was from, right? Um, and why I have to this day I have no idea how it came upon me it just kind of came upon me um and things kind from from there things just started happening as I got older my um I I was talking to Walt today and I I mentioned uh I'm really not going to bring up the incident but but I had an incident where my mother had told me not to go out because something was going to happen and you know being a you know 16 17 year old uh, I was determined that I was going out and that's what I was going to do that night and I did and I came home all banged up and she she knew she told me not to leave the house she knew something bad was going oh she yes without a doubt she she had told me over and over, don't leave the house tonight. Something bad is going to happen. But
1: but did Chico listen? No, no, no. And
2: obviously it did, and it was one of the biggest lumping ups I ever
0: <laughs> had in my life. I'm sure um, that if my mother had a pre- premonition like that, she'd say, "Aaron Charles, <laughs> you go out there and you get your ass kicked." <laughs> Thanks, mom.
2: Yeah, so 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 moving from there, as as I I get, you know got into my teens and stuff. Um, I became my, um, after I graduated high school, I became a, a, a cartographer, a map maker. And I, had, I talked to a lot of the secretaries and different people that, that I worked with, who I became friends with. And I had brought them over to see my mother, and my mother had read their cards, and every one of them came out, I mean, to the T. And even a friend of mine, uh, who I went to high school with, this girl Patty, um, everything happened exactly like my mother had said it would. So I kind of, I've been around this stuff my entire life, and and as I got, as I was getting older. Um, certain things would happen to me more and more. I more deja vus, deja vus, and um, different things just kept happening to me. And and I just took them as not weird um, because I've been around this stuff. And to me, it's just, it's natural. So I've always had this kind of spiritual. To me, it's been spiritual. Um, You know, if you want to call it God, you know, you, you can describe it however you want. For me, it's just... it's a spiritual thing um and in the 70s um I was telling Walt today I took a training called Earhart seminar training um a lot of people called it mind control um it wasn't that at all it's completely different than what it was um publicized in different books um a bunch of different religions um eastern religions rolled into one um so I start delving more into that as as I got older. and uh, so moving forward, um, just, you know, kind of these same things just kept happening over and over and 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 I had still been searching for um you know looking up in the sky for UFOs um i I had never I always wanted to see one. I had never really. I thought a couple times I had seen one and, and I really discounted it because it wasn't... For me, it it just wasn't enough. Um, you know, just a light in the sky and the way it was moving. Um, so, in 1984, we moved to... Uh, my wife and I moved to Vermont with, with our younger son and um, met these neighbors. And... Uh, known them 20 you know probably 30 some years now uh, since we've been up here and so it was prox- approximately about 15 years ago my neighbor had told me the story I'm not going to get in, in, in depth about her experience but um, the house we bought was actually her brother's house and um, one night she had uh, she went over to her brother's house which is our house now obviously and um, with one of her girlfriends, and they were going out on the town that night. So as soon as they pulled out of the driveway, um, it's a two and a half mile ride down the bottom of the hill, and then another probably mile and a half till you get into town. And it's the road is lined with um, trees up and up and down, going all the way to our house. So when they pulled out of the driveway. Uh, lo and behold, over the top of the tree line was a UFO, and the UFO followed them all the way down two and a half miles down the bottom of the hill. They, they stopped. It stopped. They made it right. They got on the major arterial going into town. When they stopped, it stopped, um, ho- hovered above them. Uh, they came to the light where the mini-mart was. They made a left, and the thing stopped, and there were people out there looking at it, and then it just zoomed off.
0: Well, uh, just out of curiosity, what what did it look like? What was the size it was, the
2: shape? It, it, she said it was probably around 50, you know. It was hard to tell. They were looking out the window, but it had lights. It was circular, you know, oval, um, and uh, didn't make any noise, but it had uh, red, blue, green... And I believe it was yellow lights, it, it, from what I can remember. Like I said, I'm not going to get in detail about it because this is really her story, and I don't want to uh, fabricate it in any way. And I'm just trying to give you the just a,
0: a general right. overview of you. You don't want to embellish, so exactly, right. exactly. That's a better. We're gonna, and we're going
1: to do another show, uh, hopefully, uh, up at, at Chico's. Um, house.
0: Okay, that'll be great. Um, yeah.
1: and, and try to get some of these people that, yeah. that he's referencing and, today and, 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 and give them more in-depth yeah, version. Yeah. But, and,
2: and, and our basic area where where we live on top of this mountain, it, it, it's really a hot spot. Over the last 30 years, I've come in contact with a lot of people um, where just through casual uh, conversation. Um, I usually it's me, I bring up the subject of UFOs. Um, and um, some people respond, some people don't. but I right, right. But I've now collected um, more than a handful of people with um, actual, um, actual experiences they have seen and have come in contact with, um, with UFOs. So getting back to um, what my neighbor, what had happened to my neighbor, um, this was approximately about, I would say I'm trying to think I would say probably four to five years ago I was out on my deck one night and um the front of our house where the deck is overlooks the mountains of New Hampshire and um it was probably around midnight uh, and uh, there's nights where I just do that I just get up and if there's meteor showers I check them out they're always fun to watch oh yeah yeah I've seen you know meteor showers uh, I don't know how many times but this one particular night I I was just something told me you know I had to take a walk outside so I walked outside and out over it's basically Mount Moose Lock in New Hampshire Um, there was this light and it was just kind of hanging out over the mountains and and basically from my house to where I could see the mountains is five miles away. But the other part of the mountains is where this light is, I'd say it was up around 3000 feet. And why would I estimate it as that? And how correct could I be? I've been up in a hot air balloon Mm -hmm. um, twice. So I, I'm a pretty good judge um, from that, you know, from, from that aspect. Um, so I'd, I'd say that's basically where it was around 3,000. If you may, may have been up to 5,000. So this, this light was there, and um, within, I, I would say it, it, it so it, it was probably about 25 miles away. And within 10 seconds, it had made a 360 degree, it, it, 360 degrees from, from my right to the left. It went over my hat, it went around the right side. Uh, the mountains um, made it 300 over the top of my house as I'm looking up. But it was still up around, I would say, 5,000 feet. It wasn't directly over the roof. But it did this circular pattern um, back to the same spot and then disappeared within 12 seconds. Did, did you get any sense that it was watching you or, or that you had some connection to it? Or, or, or was first, it just there?
1: At, at,
2: at first, I just... I was waiting, and watching it, and at first, you know, I, I said, "You know, this isn't a plane." And within 10 seconds, I, I there wasn't enough time for me to really think what was going, what was going on, if there was any connection. I mean, did you get
1: any kind of a? You know, you talked earlier a little bit about how, how you have some psychic background. Um, and maybe some ability, too, it seems like, because I know that comes down through your family, usually. Did you get any feeling? I mean, not even intellectual, just some sensory thing, maybe, or no, something? No, I or? really
2: didn't even have any sensory. It was just kind of like, bingo, this light just... I don't know if I was drawn to it, or it, it's hard to say, because it happened. Because it was just there. It was yeah. just there, <clears throat> and I noticed it. And then within 12 seconds, I mean, what it did... I. <laughs> I was in awe, I was smiling, and I said, you know, that was not an airplane. That was not a satellite, it was not a hot air balloon,
0: and this was... Swamp gas, it it wasn't swamp gas. It wasn't desert swamp (laughs) gas, I know that for a fact. (laughs) And it wasn't
2: the aurora borealis, and it wasn't the northern lights. This was one single light. And um, so I know what I saw, and... And, but it had dawned on me after that happened that why would it circle over my house? And then I had thought of my neighbor's experience, which she had back in 76, Mm -hmm. you know, and I said, and so I thought about it, you know, was there a connection? And then I just kind of let it go. And, and, and I just kind of kept it to myself. And eventually, you know, I told a couple people about it and, uh, so that was um, <clears throat> that was four or five years ago, and um, I don't know if you want me to delve into my next one while I have it fresh on sure. my mind. Sure, but yeah, go yeah absolutely. The
1: only thing I want to ask you, just going back sure. just a, a bit, um, what color was it? Did it have a color? or Was it kind of like a bluish
2: white? Or it was it was white. It was it was basically white, and it and it was round, and it was almost like the moon. I just but it it the way it moved. I, twelve seconds it mm-hmm. made it Just not like anything else you've ever seen.
1: any other kind of aerial no, phenomenon. No, like. I've I'm never sure. seen any no. Yeah, I, I, and I,
2: especially moving at that speed and to make a perfect three hundred and sixty degree circle yeah, yeah. was just unusual. I, I I it was very easy to eliminate a lot of things. So it, of so things. It,
0: it couldn't be a pl- it couldn't be a, pl- a private plane, it couldn't be no like, way. A, a, like a military jet. No, or,
2: no. no. No, or, or a helicopter did it make they a lot of noise or something? Didn't or? make any noise. No noise at all.
0: All right. One of the things that and I think and it
2: was it was a still night. There was no wind and uh, it was <laughs> it was like watching a it, it was like watching a white pinball just make a 360 mm-hmm. degree mm-hmm. circle but cover I, I it's hard to say how many miles it, it could have been 25 30 40 miles within 12 seconds it's it's it i would have to i would actually have to have you on my deck and show you yeah for you to visualize and actually see you know or get an idea what actually took place well i, I yep.
0: hear i hear a road trip coming up soon <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so, that's what i said i, th- but, I think we can. but
0: i think that what everybody <clears throat> wants to know is that where in vermont is this happening because from the impression that i got from walt and now talking to you this is like a hotbed of UFO activity. This is activity. In Bradford. This is in Bradford, Bradford Vermont. Yes. Okay. And they yeah.
2: they're
1: uh, New, New England seems to be um, a, a real attractive spot for UFOs. There, there's a, just just as the Southwest is, like New Mexico and Arizona, there seems to be a lot of sightings. There seems and to. And yeah. there probably are in other spots. You know, a lot in other spots, but there's been a lot of activity in New England. Yeah. For for some reason. I think there's a lot of earth energy in New England, and I think so. I've read that the that they recharge their ships somehow off of that. Um, you know, that's that's just
0: theory it's, a, hey, it's a theory. I mean, I, um,
2: there's there's yeah, there's, who actually, knows, you know. there's actually five people that have had experiences on the same road. So that's and including, that's, a lot. Yeah, that's yeah, and including my neighbor mm-hmm. uh, who I was talking about before, her father, and they also have. Um, uh, they also have these things from the sky. They're they look like rocks. Right? They're meteorites. They're something like I've never seen before. They're I was on their, telling you about those. Yeah, yeah right. Talk, those that they're, they're, yeah. they're on their they're on their property and, and um, strange
0: rocks that just don't seem to belong there for any.
2: They don't seem to belong anywhere on the planet. Yeah. I mean, I I've never really seen an actual meteorite on. You know, live. I've seen them on TV, and these these are the configurations are just they're, they're out of this world. <laughs> and, I mean, that's all I. It's, that's all it's I a I get Good description. If, yeah. if you saw him, if you saw you would say it, it, anyone would say, you know, where did these come from? That would be your first. That'd be the first thing you would say to yourself. Where did these things come from?
0: Yeah. Absolutely, because
2: they look like nothing else you've ever seen.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that that really that that def, we definitely have to take a road trip and see that world yeah, by like by, to all, check means, those out. by yeah. all means, by all means. So, um, another. So, I think another obvious question is is that why do you think that Bradford, Vermont, is such a hotbed for UFO activity?
2: I think it's because well. If you're really into, if you do your research on UFOs coming coming from that that point of view, if you look at, um, if you do your research, most UFO sightings are in rural
0: areas. And yes, and, and not not in the city, Morally, not in the yeah, suburbs.
2: California, Vermont, I mean, you know, Nevada, you, Nevada, okay. Arizona. You can go, you know, you can go to Mufon, and you can, you know, you, if you do your research, that's it's it, it's very typical of UFO sightings. Sure, you know, though some have been spotted in North New Jersey, some in Chicago, you right. know, in, in the cities. Yep. I, this is nothing new. There's just, there's so many sightings, it's hard to say, but there's a lot of open space. And I think um, my personal opinion, opinion is that rural areas are much easier for abductions,
0: <laughs> yeah and contact absolutely and
2: and direct and direct contact um it's
0: it just doesn't, I, it's
2: not it's obvious because mm-hmm. I mean, it, yeah. it,
0: yeah. you don't really hear a lot of abduction stories of you know with people being abducted right. or seeing in town sauces. It, yeah. in you know times square right
1: well like the, the new hampshire abductions um betty and barney, barney hill. hill yeah and and the other um one there was one Somewhere around in that time near Exeter. Right. Um, They were both out in, you know, kind of out in the middle of nowhere when it happened. Yeah. And they just disappeared and then they they both had missing time, you know, where there was a a period of time where they couldn't account for it. Exactly. It's pretty typical. But um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious that. You know, an abduction something's gonna, going There on. was one not far from here, which we talked about. Yeah,
0: before. we talked about that in a in a uh, previous show. A
1: couple of towns over from here, there was an there was yeah. an abduction, a to pretty pretty famous one actually. Betty Andreessen.
0: Yeah, just um, just just over the border here.
1: Was in a farmhouse. Yeah. she she they were hanging out and watching TV. Or the whole thing. family and, had missing right. time, and she disappeared. She they just came and took her, and and then they brought her back, or you know she she appeared again. Yeah, and the family didn't know anything about it. They didn't remember, but they they were watching a show.
0: They were waiting for show. a specific show to come on. Right, and it and, and it, they missed it.
1: And when they their awareness was, the show was already over, and they missed the whole show. So how'd that happen? Yeah, you know?
2: they're missing time.
1: Yeah, so they were <clears throat> they were putting suspended animation or something and something
0: like that. Yeah, while
1: she was gone, and
0: so, yeah, you know, yeah, I think that's a, that good, a lot.
1: Valid theory is that there's a reason why
0: there's a reason why, why it's happening in, here in, in, in yeah. rural places. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. Could, um if, if you don't mind tell us about your your experience with MUFON and and your involvement with uh, with that group
2: uh that's interesting ask that yes uh, that like I said I, I, I've always wanted to you know search in the sky looking for UFOs and uh this the way I stumbled on it well I had already known about MUFON I, I just had checked it out on um on the internet, but I never had direct contact. I, I just used to read the sightings that they had in Vermont, and stuff. So, anyway, one particular day, I, I believe it was about two, two and a half years ago, um, maybe closer to three, um, since I retired from. Uh, I was still working at Dartmouth uh, at Dartmouth College, so every morning I, I had the early shift and. Um, I would go down the interstate, down ninety one, and basically the time I left in the morning was five, five thirty. You know, I had to start at six, so I would leave sometime quarter after five. I, I'm I'm just a very early person. I like getting there early, and mm-hmm. I punch in when I when my time comes. But I can get everything ready. That's mm-hmm. no matter what I do, whether playing music or whatever. I'm just I'm always early, never mm-hmm. late. So anyway, this particular morning, um, it was the same time, um, and 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 going down the interstate at this at, at this particular time in the morning, quarter after five, you'll see um, uh, eighteen wheelers, and you look behind you, and they're very um, uh, they're lit up very well. You could see the front. Some of them have more lights than others do. Yeah, but. No matter what eighteen wheeler you look at, when you look at it in your side view mirror or your rear view mirror, there's a lot of lights there, sure. and they're around the cab, and then they have them, you know around the back. So this particular morning, it's still dark out, and I believe it was around the winter time. There was no snow on the ground yet, and I had <clears throat> there were no cars on the road whatsoever, uh, and I'm driving uh, south to Dartmouth College and I go underneath the Thedford overpass. And for some strange reason, I look in my side view mirror and I'm in the fast lane. And I'm doing basically 55, Mm -hmm. taking taking my time. So I look in the in the in the side view mirror, and over the top of the overpass was a triangle, and it had four, three, two, and one lights on this triangle underneath it. It was. And there was, was, was yellow it, was light.
1: Was it like a V or was it a triangle? It was a triangle, a full
2: triangle. And, 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 but it was a domino theory. It was a triangle but it then it had four, three, two and one light and the one light was up at the point. Mm-hmm. The four lights were down at sure. the bottom. Sure. And so I turn real quick from, from the rear view mirror or the side view mirror to my steering wheel, and I realized that I'm on the right side of the road, and I could very easily be going off the road.
0: Right, right.
2: So, mm-hmm. it was like I kind of lost a, a couple seconds there. Not missing time? Lo- missing no, time? it wasn't missing time. It just, like, a, a, because it happened so fast, and I was trying to... realize what what, you know focus on it focus on Mm -hmm. what had just happened so if you go down maybe like like not even a quarter mile there's an open field on the left and my heart is pumping a mile a minute so to stay on the road i kind of moved over towards the towards the center line and i look at to the left in the open field and i'm keeping one eye on the road and one eye on the open field and, um, and I got a smile on my face because I realized what I had just seen. And right. my mind told me there's no friggin' way. It's the real deal. That that was an 18-wheeler. This thing <laughs> This was, was... This was daylight or sort it of was, almost daylight? No, it was dark, oh, pitch was dark. dark. And these yellow lights, they were huge. This thing was 40 feet. It, it had to be 40 feet. That's what I estimated it as so I look out into the field in the left the open field and I'm looking to see if this thing is you know I mean this thing was like almost on the road it was just about I mean I have never been that close this was unbelievable so I look to the left in the field nothing there Yep. I look up in the sky nothing there and I said damn where did that you know
0: where did, you, where it, did
2: it go so I get back into the right lane and I go down past the, uh, just over the Ampampanusik, and then you get onto the flat there. And oh my God, a ball of fire, a red ball, right, is going straight down the interstate.
0: So are they following each other, or no? This is just a red ball, like this an is, orb.
2: The the other thing, I don't the. The triangle, I have no idea where that thing went. Okay. It just disappeared. But I'm going down the road. I'm going down the interstate and this red ball, I mean, it looked like it did look like a meteorite. But this was going north this was going south over the interstate. Following the road. Following the road. It Mm -hmm. wasn't descending. This was going straight. This thing was going straight as I was, but it was I could see it in front of me.
0: Yeah, and with
2: a matter within a matter, I, I'd say about six or seven seconds. The thing just it, it was gone. But it was like it was it was a red ball. It was like a ball of fire. Yeah, it, it, very hard to explain. It was just a red ball. So it, it, the best part is yet to come. I get to work. I get in. I get in the parking lot, and I am. I mean well of course I'm pumped up
1: (laughs) hard to imagine you wouldn't be I I I can't
2: I can't wait to get to work I'm going yeah I'm going to be the first one there I'm going to be pumped up so I get I get into work I walk in and who's there is one of the cooks and he goes morning Chico I said good morning and I said you ain't going to believe what I just seen going down the interstate. And he goes, What is it? Was it a big red ball? I'm going,
0: oh, my God. I'm going, wow. I'm going,
2: Oh, my. You saw the same. He goes, I just got here. I'm going, You saw it. He goes, That wasn't a meteor or a meteorite. I'm there. No. And I said, I got to tell you what I saw
0: before. Beforehand. Yeah. Well, I mean, well and, here's the deal. You have two people who saw the same thing.
2: And I don't know if this thing had turned into that or if it was... I, well, I'm, know, I'm, I'm I, not trying to figure it out. It, I've,
1: uh, I've... Different different sightings I've, I've read about or heard about is that sometimes there's a mothership. Right. And, and that may have been what the triangular ship was. That's and, what I... And, that's, and they release... Um, somehow they release orbs. I don't know. I don't yeah. know whether those are smaller ships yeah. or some probe or something that they send yeah. out, and then they eventually rejoin the the mothership. So, you know, from the readings and stuff I've heard, I've come across, it seems to me that you may have seen the mothership, and then you saw one of the one of the orbs that was released, and there might have been more that you just didn't see. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. I um, gave that <clears throat>
2: thought after the fact, but I I was so pumped up that day. And so after I had talked to, to the cook, I went, you know, I punched in and I went down and 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 the first thing I did, the first thing I did, I could say this now because I'm retired. I didn't get to work. I drew a picture of the of the overpass right and, right yep and the uh, and the triangle and what I had seen. So it was fresh in my memory and and my first thought was is you know I'm going to report this. Uh, to move on, right, right. So when I got home from work, indeed, that's
0: that's exactly what you that's did.
2: That's exactly what I did, and uh, I, I, I wrote up a, you know, I wrote up the, exactly how I thought everything happened. With the exception was the one thing I didn't write down. I completely forgot about the red, about the red ball.
0: Oh, how could you forget about that?
2: Because I, I was just. Thinking about the other You're just jazzed. One. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah I, I was, this was, I'm, you're talking a two or three, four day excitement oh, that, I, would, that, I, would that I had going. I mean, I, I actually rest. saw, and I knew what I saw. I was telling everybody, I said, you know, I know what I saw and what i saw i finally saw it and well
1: and you had and, you had corroboration
2: on yeah. it too with the other guy yeah. who saw it right. you know so it's not like just you seeing it right but he, he didn't see the triangle i was right, just right, so focused right. on the triangle and and if, if if i could go back some steps on um, when when i left work i actually slowed down going north before i got to the sedford overpass I just wanted to see if, if anything had happened to the leaves and 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 I wanted to get a perspective of you know I pulled over to the right side on the shoulder to yeah I was damn right it was had to be about 40 to 50 feet right how how far off the ground how low was it do you think it was it was right over the top of the So it was like tree line? Uh, Yeah, just above the tree line Mm -hmm. where the the overpass. So it's pretty loud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I would say it had to be about 40 feet. And that's where I designated, you know, my... I said, well, it's got to be about 40 feet because if I... What I saw of the lights and if I took that dimension and moved it down to the tree, I figured those trees were probably about 40 feet high. So you move that up above the tree line. So now you're talking 80 feet with the the tree and Mm -hmm. the... And the actual craft that I saw, and I know, no one's ever going to change my mind. I know what I saw, and I said, "There's no way that it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been an eighteen wheel. If it was an eighteen wheeler, it would have been behind me. It would have been following me, and it would have been not, yeah.
1: not above the trees. <laughs> yeah,
0: exa-
2: right. Exactly. I mean, I don't uh, think
0: we have flying freight uh, no. uh, carriers yet. Yeah. I mean, do we? I mean, I don't know." But I mean, so so when you, you, so you filed this report with MUFON and then what happened?
2: And 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 MUFON, um, they were they put it on their on their sighting list and and they found it as uh, as authentic.
1: Just for the people who don't know, uh, MUFON stands for Mutual UFO Network. Am I? Correct I think on so. That? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: And that's what and it's a it's a group that fields reports from, <clears throat>
0: from all over the world, world all, all, over, all the over the world, yep. yeah, all over the world, and, and they yeah. sort
1: of investigate it, you know, to some degree, and then they I think give, assign it some credibility the, or, or, right. or not, you know, right, uh, and so they apparently fa- if they've posted yours then they must have given it some degree. Well, of that's what they told me that yeah. they
2: had found it uh, to be you know credible, credible, and and honest and.
0: I mean, the thing is you reported it. I mean, they, I mean, what else are they going to say? No, you didn't see this. And, you know, it would have been, it would have been cool if you had been able to include the your collaboration it, right. with your buddy.
1: They they, well, they they do stuff like that. I think, I think they check into like military activity in the area at the yeah. time and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah. you can, if you can, you know, if somebody confused it with a military jet or, you know, I don't know how to <laughs> do that, but I mean, you know, people do. Um, but, you know, if they gave it credibility, then that's, 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 that's pretty good. You know, that's. That shows you that they they were thinking they that, take, it was, they they, take that, that it seriously. was something. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious as to how did people react when you when you talked about it. Did they did they um, scoff at it? Did they say, "Oh, that's cool"? Or you
2: know? some people did, and then some people just said, "Yeah." Right. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. you, Chico. Yeah, yeah, you know, like there you how go. much
1: how much right. were you drinking that night? <laughs> <laughs> hey, on my way to work at quarter after five in right. the morning. Yeah. Or how much did you drink the night before, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, a lot of people are, are very skeptical uh, about that kind of thing. Uh, my wife is one of them, you know. Right, so right. She right. doesn't much credibility of that kind of stuff Um, not that I've ever seen anything I've always wanted to but you know I just have never been lucky enough I think that's very fortunate to be in the position but I also do think that um, for some reason certain people are are singled out to be for a reason to be sighters Um, I don't know what why or how or
0: they just they just be, know right, that yeah, for whatever yeah. reason you have right. these psychic abilities or they're just attracted to right, you right. because of or, or auras or or whatever. They Well, that's why I was
1: asking you, did you get any kind of sensory feelings or anything when you saw the one on your deck? Cuz I think that
2: happens sometimes. People do get that kind of
0: thing. Little tingles. You know? No, or more big more tingles.
2: Yeah. No, the right. only th- the only thing was you know, I I, you, I go with um, with the first thought, the first inst, uh, the first thought that comes to your mind, and and it's imperative that that, <clears throat> you follow, that you follow that. And uh, when I was home in bed, something just you know, something just go outside, just go outside on the deck. I don't you know, it's, it's I, almost like when you I come to home I, if it's a weekend night. Sometimes I'll do that. I'll sit in the yard. I'll sit on the deck and I'll just stargaze I'll, and I'll look and I'll look and that's... So it was like an impulse. What, this was one of those nights where I had... I didn't have... You know, I wasn't planning on going out and sitting on the deck. So you just kind of went out there. It was just something that, you know, just, just go outside, you know. So, so I went outside and I went on mm-hmm. the front deck mm-hmm. and, and I looked and, and bingo... I mean, within a matter of a minute. Yeah. That,
1: that that's an area that really interests me is is the connection between the people that actually uh, see them, and and also by the same token get abducted by them, um, and 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 the the entities themselves. You know, what connection is there between the two things? There was an interesting. You um, want to get on a, on, a, on another note, uh, the Phoenix Lights. Which we we've not ever talked about that on the show. I don't think. I think
0: we did. I think we've. I think we've talked about them briefly before. Anyway,
1: there was a a massive sighting outside of Phoenix. Um, It was actually right by the Phoenix. No,
0: it was right over the city of Phoenix. Phoenix.
1: Okay, I'm corrected. Um, And actually, you're damn right. Some Mm -hmm. of the pilots at the airport actually saw these lights. It was it was very similar to what you saw. It was a triangular light pattern. and it was the, there for quite a while. But the, I mean, it but the, but it the, stayed there. It didn't. It didn't move. It didn't. You know, yeah. did And and, all, and all
0: of these lights. The thing. It, it was like they were. Like the, they were held together. They all moved in unison. Like yeah, And it was like a, one like giant a triangle. Like a formation. And the thing is, is that you could not see the stars through the triangle. Like something was blocking the light. Oh, I didn't I know believe. that part. I, of I believe that's what yeah, happened.
1: That could be. Anyway, there's a there's a lady that um, she's a, a medical doctor who, who witnessed it. She actually took pictures of them, um, and and she said that in in talking to now you're talking about hundreds of people that saw this. This is not just one or two people. She she somehow connected with these people later on down the road. Yeah. So anyway, so this lady um, who was a medical doctor, you know, very educated woman, intelligent woman. She she talked to some people that were other sighters, you know, people that had seen the same thing she said, and she said that many of them um, reconnected with near-death experiences that they had during the sighting for some reason, which I found very interesting. And it was her conjecture and the conjecture of the lady that was interviewing her that there's some sort of spiritual connection or psychic connection maybe between the the craft, or the, or the, you know, the, the people running the craft, whether they're aliens or extraterrestrials or whatever they are, um, and the people who are seeing them. Um, so I, I found that very interesting. Is that they all had very similar experiences a, of a spiritual nature, you know, which was why I was kind of digging down a little bit into what you, what you felt or didn't feel. Um,
0: so we're going to have the link the, to the to the website for the group the Phoenix Phoenix Light Phoenix Network. Lights.
1: Yeah.
0: And there's a whole bunch of there's actually She's got
1: a DVD out um, that she produced as a, as a sort of a companion the to Phoenix. She has, she has a book too. Yep,
0: it's called The Phoenix Lights it. We Are Not Alone.
1: Uh, yeah. But um I I guess most people at one time or another have some kind of near death type of thing. I don't know, Chico, have you ever had anything like that happen? I I remember one time I was just learning to swim I was probably like five or something maybe I don't know it was just a vague memory of this but I was at, at a pool at at a, at some friend's house and um, I, I was in the shallow and you know screwing around like kids do and then I sort of got into the deep part and, and I went under and I remember um, like feeling like knowing I was gonna I was gonna die you know I just had that sense sort of and then this lady came along and, and pulled me up and brought me back sort of you know yeah but i I was just that brought that to mind i hadn't thought about that for a long time but i i i I would imagine that if you um if you went back to that experience it's very terrifying in the moment you know i remember being really scared like holy shit i'm gonna die you know and so for for them to bring for that to bring that back and and why that experience why was why did they have that in common I, i just found that very strange um I don't know. Have you ever had any near death kind of stuff or no. anything like that? No. How about you, Eric?
0: Oh yeah. Oh, I've I've had plenty of near death experiences. You know, just because of my lifestyle of just look, you know, looking for thrills and. I'm
1: not talking about times when you had a book report due and <laughs> and, and, and you didn't have it done. Ah,
0: like that. crap. That's it. <laughs> you always have to ruin everything, Walt. I, I know. Um, I know you too well, Eric. No, I I have I have had plenty of experiences where. Um, uh, like the for like for example, when I uh, when I broke a bone in my back, um, yeah, 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 and uh, that was that was quite that was the second most painful experience in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, it was it was it was pretty awful. And then there was the incident with a with the Percocets or the Vicodin after the vasectomy. That was pretty that you know that'll put you in a in a whole new brand new state. But um, no, hey, just I, and, ask Prince. Yeah, and there you know, and there there have been um. There have been nights when I have had some like really super vivid dreams whereas like I mean it's like I've like been brought to a different place mm. But the thing is, and you know, it's like, I'm not sure if that's a supernatural connection or an act of imagination or, or whatever. Yeah.
1: Who knows? Now, you've never been, you've never had any sightings, right? You've
0: never have had I any, ever had oh, you oh, sightings? Oh, I've, I've seen a lot of like weird stuff in the sky. Like a perfect example, I was on the, on the, I was on the phone with my brother last night, and there was this, just this bright light that went from here to here, but it was very sort of slow moving. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, hey, it could very well have been a satellite. It went from south. Yeah, to north, then it could what, have When was easy. that? What night was that? Oh, last night. Oh,
1: last night, because so, I saw a light uh, a couple nights ago. It was in the, uh, it would be the southeastern sky. Yeah, um, and it just stayed there. It was very bright yellow. I mean, it could have been a planet. I don't know enough could about have been, astronomy. Yeah, exactly, but it was there. It was stationary. You know. Yeah. So my, my wife said, "What are you doing?" I was looking out the window. She said, "There's light out there. It's unusual. It's very low, too." Right. And I know planets sometimes are low, so it could have been that. But yeah, there's also there's also nothing when, really ever. I've never seen anything. Really I, I also
0: have this app. I'm trying to get the name of it, and I think I think it's a really it's an actual really important app. Um, it's called um, for for the Apple iPhone iPad whatever it is Sky Guide, and if you see something in the sky, you just click it and it it syncs up with the um, um, GPS, and you can actually like look up in the sky and you can see and it'll actually tell you if there's a satellite passing overhead. Oh
1: really? Hmm. Well, this wasn't moving. It was it was definitely stationary, and it was a really odd yellow color, which is yeah. No, Typical of stars, but I'm not sure that it was a star. It there be, it is could but, have been a good bit of planet. Like also,
0: you also have to keep in mind that there's also a lot of strange stuff in the sky now. Um, there's the International Space Station, and uh, when that goes overhead, I mean, you know it. You know that it's big, big, huge. But, but
1: like what Chico was saying, when you see it, you know it.
0: Yeah, you'll know. It's it's yeah.
1: not like mm, I wonder if that's a UFO or. You know, and, and maybe there are some times where you spot stuff that you know it's like it looks weird, it doesn't look like what you'd normally see, but it's not really anything definitive.
0: Exactly. But,
1: but what he's talking about is 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 very hard to explain in in any other terms other than an, an UFO. It's an, it's, and, and it's that's
0: that's
1: it's, that's a small percentage of of the actual sightings that people get, which is probably why MUFON um, gave it. You know, gave it credibility because I, I mean you have a lot of detail for one thing.
2: I just had another deja vu. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. You want to share it or, or not? No, yeah. you were just going to say that just like when um, when we were at the um, at the diner. At the diner, yeah. you know, I knew what you were going to say. I'm just oh, like you, knew I was you gonna were going to order, say, <laughs> like you knew what Walt was going to order. Well, right? after the after the fact, after the fact, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah, been yeah. here and I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just and I think that that's a lot of things are becoming
2: that becoming more prevalent for me yeah
0: I think well, that that's, that's something that a lot of us that means have, you're,
2: I think that means you're opening up to
1: it too you know I mean, you're, you're yeah. becoming more aware or more something I don't know whatever that is I, I know it's weird since I moved to New England um, I, I get and, and it's a very strange thing I get de- deja vus when I go by like a small little um, place where they work on cars not necessarily a gas station, but you know how these little sure. jerk, jerk water mechanics sure, sure. that have a bunch of old wrecks outside the place and, and a couple of junky cars laying around and one greasy looking garage, you know. But when I go by that, I get this flash of something. I don't know. Just like familiarity somehow. Exactly. You know? I don't know what that is. Maybe some connection I had. Maybe I was a... Mechanic in New England at some point or something. I don't know, but
0: there are a lot of but places It's, just, like it's
1: just, it's just like you, you feel it. You, you know, feel, like you feel you know con- it when you feel it. You, you know? feel
0: a connection to places mm-hmm. that you've never been to before. And, and, and this I, is I have the first no,
1: place. no desire to <laughs> to be a mechanic or to. I mean, I've worked on cars and stuff like that, but um, well, it's I, the same. You know, yeah, it's, it's just
2: it, it's like with dreams. Uh, if I could get off the subject, no, yeah, I, go ahead, go, go uh, I you know, had, riff um, riff on whatever you want. We had a guy in high school uh, who I was very close with. um, I don't know if I should mention his name. Yeah, what the hell? We'll just call him Timmy. (laughs) Uh, We'll call him Rick. And he he was, I graduated with him, and he was probably the best athlete I've ever seen. Oh, I I know who you're talking about. Okay. Come out of Danelle in high school. He struck me out a number of times in
1: in Pony League. Yeah.
2: And so (laughs) I didn't even see the ball. (laughs) I I was very close with him, and, and, you know, and I knew later in life would, you know, um, he he had also lived up here for a short period of time, and then uh, him and his wife moved away. But anyway, um, I had a dream one night that um, I was at our football field where the football team used to play in Columbia Park Mm. and there was a 18-wheeler flatbed that was parked in the (laughs) and remember this is a dream that was parked in the end zone and I was sitting underneath it and uh, this guy Rick ran a touchdown and after he ran the touchdown he came in and ran underneath the flatbed and just smiled at me and rubbed my head. <laughs> I woke up in the morning, and my first thought was, he's going to die. He just told me he's going to die. Right. Um, and I believe it was two or three days later I got a phone call that he indeed died. No kidding. But I knew, because I had called a friend of mine. and he I connected I, with you I somehow. I called a friend of mine. Well, he rubbed my head. And he was saying goodbye. And, yeah. and I had called a friend of mine, the The day after I had that dream, and I I said I, I told him about the dream, and I said, he's gonna die, and my friend just kind not of, yeah right, and then I called him three days later and said, he's
0: gone. That's sad. Hmm. That's interesting. That's yeah. 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 I mean that is that is really. And that's sad. why I mm-hmm. wanted
2: to talk to that lady because I I do know how to, uh, which I learned some <laughs> stuff. From my mother, and it's within me, mm-hmm. On, on, mm-hmm. on how to read yeah. on how to read dreams. I had a dream last week that I lost a tooth. And um, I told my wife, I said, uh, we're going to hear of a death in the family. You know, we're we're going to hear of a sure, death. Sure, Someone's going to die. Mm-hmm. And my wife says, well, people die all, all the time. I says, well, I'm, I'm going to hear about it. So I went down the next day. I went in, um, went on my drum set. And I'm playing this song by Marshall Tucker. And it reminds me of a friend of mine in New Jersey named John. The next day, bang, I get a phone call. John's on the phone. I haven't heard from him in 30 years since he moved to mm-hmm. Vermont. Mm-hmm. Calls me, goes, I just thought I'd let you know that um, Hank's wife, Debbie, has cancer and they're giving her two weeks to live.
0: There's that connection. Mm-hmm. there's it's it's just a, it's hard to explain yeah. it's just there's that connection that yeah. i mean it it, it it's it, it's funny how hear, right yeah it's, fun, it, it's funny it's
2: funny interrupt but a lot that's what happens with a lot of people they'll just it's it's a coincidence there's right no coincidences no is, no it's not a it coincidence. happens for it's more than a yeah. coincidence yes it's, it's, it's spiritual mm-hmm. and it's
1: well you know there's a lot of thinking that there's there's another whole other dimensions you know, supposedly now they've, I think they've identified like 11 different dimensions, mm-hmm. you know, that exist in, in different ways, I guess, or something. Sure. There's a string theory and those kinds of things. Sure. Uh, so, so I think, um, getting back to UFOs a little bit, I, I think there's different types of UFOs. I think some UFOs are extraterrestrial, maybe, you know, interplanetary kind of, sure. kind of UFOs. And then there's intergalactic ufos that come from other galaxies really and i I, yeah. think, I think there's other dimensional ufos that come through dimensions and i think there's places where they go back and forth through dimensions and i think maybe where you live could could possibly be one of those places you know maybe that's why there's more sightings we talked about the skinwalker ranch I yeah mean, that's have you a- ever heard about that chico the skinwalker ranch no. it's yeah. it's a place out in um is it nevada
0: you're gonna make me look it up, I'm aren't you, you We have we have we have an entire show on The Skinwalker yeah Ranch. I
1: think it's Nevada anyway. but anyway, there's all these weird sightings there of UFOs and and like kind of creatures going you know going back and forth and things. So it seems like there's some kind of an opening between dimensions there and and maybe that's part of what you know maybe you're able to see into another another realm somehow just in glimpses you know just a quick glimpse um, and I think. The same thing with spirits i think i think spirits go back and forth and and Kandalska talked about that last
0: week exactly
1: how they have the ability for some reason to go back and forth um you know between dimensions
0: between this realm and the next right.
1: and and maybe some people are are more um open to that like you you may have right. a more a stronger connection to that somehow you know from from another life or from from came down through your family through you know through your mother's bloodline, maybe um, you, were, you talk about your mother being Czechoslovakian. Right? Uh, well, Kadroska's is Eastern European, so sure. I, I think there's a strong um, Eastern European connection. To
0: there's that. something about that region Which, yeah. when you think about Gypsies. There yeah, really is. The gypsies exactly. are
1: Eastern European. Y- yes, you know?
2: yeah.
0: there's something about that region that just breeds like a level of supernatural that we're just. We're just maybe it goes started, back to what
1: I was just saying that there's a. You know, there's a there's a an opening there yeah. between dimensions somehow, and, and Yeah. I don't know. It's just a theory, but who knows? Well, you know, anything's possible.
0: Speaking of anything is possible, we mm-hmm. are at the one hour mark. Okay, doesn't so, seem like an hour, but doesn't seem like an hour. What I think that we ought to do is we ought to take a break, get some coffee, okay. get some get some water or something. Okay, and then we are going to get into the the topic du jour, um, uh, disclosure. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna talk about. Um, is there going to be disclosure sometime in the near future? What kind of shape or form is it going to come in, and, and who's going to be responsible for disclosure, and what will what will happen, and, and after? what effect
1: is that going to have on uh,
0: what will happen after AD? On,
1: on our paradigm?
0: Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So we're going to just take a a, a quick break. So stay tuned. If you have something you want us to promote on the Metaphysical Connection podcast, let us know by getting in touch with me. My email address is info at thefedorachronicles.com. If you have something to promote that our listeners would be interested in, let me know and I'll read your ad during our actual podcast. It could be goods and services, a special event or convention, a book or documentary you've written or created, or even your own podcast on the topic of the unexplained phenomenons. That's also how you can get in touch with us and let us know how about your own experiences. Um, have a good ghost story? Seen something unusual or strange? Or just post your opinion on any given topic? Once again, just drop us a line at info at the now, So then now that now that we're back from the break oh, yeah. and, and Walt, broken. Walt, Walt Schnabel is still playing with his mic stand, so... You know, I like I,
1: think, I like to play with my mic stand.
0: Yeah, you know, you keep that up, you're gonna go blind.
1: <laughs> or, or carry palms too. <laughs> I've heard that story.
0: <laughs> I, I kept doing it until I needed glasses. So
1: one one thing that we didn't um, get into too much is is uh, Chico is well, probably a, a, pretty much a lifelong musician, right? I know you I know you played drums in high school.
0: Yeah. Were I, you
1: in any bands in high school? I don't remember.
2: Yeah, I was in a band from. Uh, oh. Well, actually, yeah, actually with Richland Picky, I was like, um, Bobby Cicerelli. Oh, I remember. He was a good guitar player. Yeah, that was, oh, we were trying to think of the did name Did you play at Dances and shit like that? Yeah, we were like 13 or 14, somewhere around there. And then, uh, then I actually did, <clears throat> um, I called a cousin of mine in Newark. And, um,
1: Notice how he says Nork, Newark, yeah. That's in, that's and a jersey. he got me in touch. a Jersey and, accent.
2: And and my mother had told me to call him. He was a musician, and um, so I called him, and he told me to get in touch with this lady. Her name was, well, as I remember, was Mrs. Federici. So I called her, and um, oh, that name sounds familiar. Yeah. Lo and behold, I found out that it was uh, Danny Federici, the keyboard player From for. Bruce. Bruce Springsteen. That was his mother, and she actually used to manage bands. So I had called her, and she said there was this band. I was it's six- called, called the East Street
1: Band. A <laughs> I was I, I was six I was sixteen,
2: a freshman in high school, and this band was looking for a pickup drummer for this gig at the Milltown Hullabaloo, Blue, band called Heaven Sent Five, and uh, so. <clears throat> she set up the audition um, so I, I, I get there and there was already this kid in the in the room and he came out and they brought me in there um, I played three tunes and they said you know you got it if you want it so I said go. Mm-hmm. so that was that's kind of it kind of started from there and then after high school in my 20s I did some uh, I did some gigs along Route 22 and um, with a band from North Plainfield, some, you know, some uh, dances and mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. local stuff. And then I was going to move to California in 1972, 73, and I sold my drum set. So I had a period of, and then, well, yeah, so that was 73, and then we moved to Vermont in 84, so uh, it wasn't until 1994. Four ninety-five um, when I bought my next drum set, so I had basically twenty years I didn't play music. And oh, really? Was that yeah. that long? So, and,
1: how did you get um, back up? How did you get to Vermont? What what attracted you to Vermont? Was there any? Uh, there were
2: there were some friends that some were, people you knew, yeah, yeah, that I knew that lived up here. I used to come up to visit, and then uh, Jersey just got. I, I, it was one day there was uh, a snowstorm and. Uh, where I worked in New Brunswick, and we they let us out at three o'clock, and I only had to go seven miles to pick my son up at uh, at the daycare, and then get him home. So that was basically eight miles, and it took me three hours. Yeah, that's New Jersey. And yeah. then I said, "That's it." So yeah, I, I, I had to Came up to Vermont on vacation, so. got a job, and that, the, rest that was was it. It. the rest was the rest was, was history. And so
1: now, now you're. Uh, um, you're playing with a couple bands now. Blues band, I think? Yeah, and, uh, I've been
2: playing a lot since 19, basically 1998. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm, I, I was with a progressive uh, bluegrass band for three and a half years. Uh, the, the past three and a half years and the, the last... Basically almost a year I've been playing with uh, Lefty Younger and the Blues Crew. Right, right. And before that I was playing with, uh, you know, before the Bluegrass Band, I was doing a lot of fill-ins with different bands, uh, rock bands, uh, blues bands. I had a blues band back in 2000. Mm-hmm. So I, basically I've been full steam since for the last uh, 15, 16 years.
1: Mm-hmm. My, my new book is called, the Blue, it's called Blues Club is a sequel to Blood Clove, which was the first book. So
2: I'm planning on picking your brain a
1: little bit to get some some background stuff for that. Sounds so, great. Yeah.
0: So well, I guess we're, we're gonna g- be talking g- about disclosure now. Okay. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I just want to
1: get have the audience get to get to know another side of Chico, which I think is interesting. So
0: now that now that Chico mm, has, has, has disclosed. <laughs> hey good good segue. <laughs> so anyway, um yeah so Walt and I what we what we like to do or what I'd like to do is make sure my audio levels are not blowing everybody out of the out of the out of the door here. Um, I I think that Walt Walt and I kind of had this decision and and we were going to come like right out and say we're coming out
1: of the closet. We're
0: coming out of the closet and say that we are we are two more voices for disclosure. There is a whole bunch of us that are coming out and we are just sort of pushing and petitioning the government. To say okay come on out with it what what do you really know and and no no more of this desert swamp gas bullshit anymore what what is really going on Mm -hmm. in the realm and let's start with roswell and then after we start with you guys saying telling us about what really happened to roswell you owe a lot of people a lot of apologies and you owe a lot of people a lot of uh a, a lot of um, retribution, not retribution, but reparations for pain and suffering that you people have caused, all in the name of of national security and um, keeping a lid on them. keeping a lid on it. And there's, enough of this, enough of this bullshit.
1: There, there's a guy, um, and I've heard him on a couple different shows. Now he was on coast to coast. His name is Steve Bassett or Bassett, I guess. Uh, he he's actually the only registered. Uh, lobbyist in Washington. My my mic needs adjusting. Your,
0: your mic is too far away from your face. There. Walt.
1: Okay.
2: Uh,
1: he's he's the only actual registered lobbyist in Washington for disclosure, which is kind of interesting. And and he's got a he's got a website, which is a really good website. It's called uh, the Paradigm Research Group. Okay. dot org so you can go on there, and you can see um, tons and tons of articles that have been written about disclosure by different. He, he talks about how there's a there's a truth embargo. Yep, um, and he's right, which means that the truth, beginning in the late forties, that we have not gotten the truth about about UFOs and and extraterrestrial presence, um, and it's been kept from us by many sources, The military is, is the largest one, of course, but also that the media is controlled. And, and if you look at the, like PBS puts nothing on about UFOs.
0: They uh, do occasionally. It's something on like NOVA. And it's yeah, but more it's more about, like no. a scientific kind of study. It's, you know, it's, it's more like, uh, here's how we know UFOs are bullshit. Right. That's that's, that's right idea,
1: yeah. and then CNN doesn't say much. No, um, the cable networks don't say much. The
0: main, no. the three main
1: network networks. You know, whenever right. whenever anything's mentioned, it's always sort of ha ha kind of yeah. You know, oh, they saw it. there was a thing about Aaron Rodgers a ways back and saying that he he saw a UFO and they were they were sort of joking about it. You know that kind of thing. So um, you're adjusting me, here, Eric. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, so you know, basically, the truth is out there, but we can't. We're we're either not intelligent enough, or evolved enough, or something to be able to handle it.
0: They have their reasons. They have their crazy. Yeah, whatever whatever make, they are that make absolutely no sense. Whatever they are.
1: So this this guy is really really pushing. Steve Bassett is really pushing for disclosure. Um, there's actually a National Disclosure Day, which is July 8th. Okay. Have you, have you heard of that? Yes, I have. Yeah. Do you know why it's July 8th? I know why it's
0: July well, 8th. Saying, do, you, you do you know why it's or, July or 8th? Do you really know or are you just saying that? You no, know? I really do know. Okay, And I, I'm sure that our, our buddy Tom Kerry would have something so what's to the, say about yeah, it. Yeah, okay, you do know that. What's So what's the significance of July 8th, Eric? Roswell, man. Roswell. Well, but
1: even more specifically, what, what day is that? That's the date that the general that... Uh, said or I, I don't know if he said it originally, but somebody originally said that there was a, a crash saucer.
0: Right. It was in, on, it in was the on, desert in New Mexico. It was on, it was on the front right. page of every newspaper. Right.
1: Well, July eighth is the date when the military came back and said, "Oh no, 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 no! That was that was a mistake. It was really a weather balloon." That was when they refuted the whole, the whole crash. Scenario,
0: and that's the day that we discovered that, and that's what
1: the, July. That's that, what the significance this of is. This is when this
0: is the day that it was released that mm-hmm. that weather balloons are a threat to national security, right. even right. if they're our own. Right, they're yeah. worth killing. No matter and how stupid and, that is, that is, right.
1: you know how stupid is that. Cause, it's as stupid I mean, as, as desert swamp
0: gas, really. Right. I mean, it's really <laughs> just
1: as stupid as that.
0: <clears throat> I I think that one of one of Ridley Scott's scariest movies that he ever created was Sigourney Weaver, John Hurt, Tom Skerritt, Weather balloon. That terrified the shit what, weather, out of Weather way. balloon. Every space? summer, every time, every time I see a helium tank, I just totally freak out.
1: So so I I guess with with the thing with disclosure is that. Um, it's it's hard to figure out why why is this stuff being kept under wraps? I mean, I, I guess you can conjecture that it would change everything. And the paradigm, and, shift. and it would, it would, you know, it
0: would. Uh, what do you think, Jacob? What's your what's your spin on that? That's you're the reason why we're here.
2: There's a lot of there's probably a, a couple theories. Um, go for it.
1: Let us let us know what you th- what your what you're
2: The way that I looked at it, I mean, it, it, if you. you go back to the um, the sixties. I think what they were trying to do, like I think the majority of the American public would think like lost in space and then you know the 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 show lost in space and then you have uh, um, War of the Worlds. My Favorite Martian. My Favorite Martian. Everybody took this stuff as like science fiction. Yeah. The way that I looked at it back then. Silliness, basically. You know, this stuff is real. They're just slowly trying to give us... Some insight. Some insight Mm -hmm. that, you know, this stuff does exist. And, you know, and then you look further on down the road. Like when we had... um, When when they came out with um, um, Spielberg's...
0: Close encounters the Close account,
2: encounters. yeah. I only saw it ten times in the movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I'm so sure. I've seen that movie more. <laughs> For than a UFO any- person, that was the movie to see. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: was yeah. the movie to see. I could tell you another story about that one. Um, but anyway, and, and I and a lot of that stuff was based on fact.
1: Well, you know, supposedly that Spielberg movie- was was taken to see the, the UFO. Really? Yeah.
0: Was well, the lore? I read that. <laughs> Well, the, the
1: one that the one that um, Nixon sent Jackie, Jackie Gleason okay. to see down in Florida it was okay. it was I think it was the Rotten Ra- I think they, they moved the Roswell one right from there's so many from, of them though right. there's there's Patterson it was originally in Wright Patterson that's where right. they took it to this Air Force base in, in Florida and supposedly they, they took right. Spielberg down there to see that yeah. but I whether but that's I, true or not I don't but know. I think but. if
2: most people didn't have the connection with Roswell you know a lot of people are not aware of that now maybe they are but right back in the 60s there weren't many people that knew about it they don't the even rock. know what it was yeah, right. they, they didn't have, have no any, any knowledge of it yeah. no clue but if you did if you made that connection back then if if you were a ufologist or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you would have that connection and you would know that Down the line here, the government is definitely keeping something. It's keeping the word on it. And 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 why? And national security, the way that I looked at it was also a lot of the American public would just, if they were to come out with full disclosure, they'd go crazy. Mm -hmm. It could be panic, it would would change religion. Think about
1: My father always talked about that. that broadcast that they did, or um, the world, Orson yeah. Welles, right. the world. You, you've heard about that, yeah. right? It was done on Halloween. I think back in the was it the '30s. I think it was 1938. Yeah, yeah
2: was
1: and and uh, that was close to where we grew up. It was, it was yeah. Grover's Mills, which was supposed yeah. to be right in the same area where we, you know, where we were kids um and and people heard it or they came into the you know he he did a disclaimer at the beginning of it saying it was just a, a reproduction of right. of the um, hg well story but people came in like halfway through it or partway through it and didn't realize that it was made up
0: oh, right. and, exactly. and they like
1: freaked out Damn. i mean there's one guy actually i think killed himself so that's just a little small snippet of what could happen when people's uh comfort zone is is shaken you know by something like that
2: but- but You're talking right now, I mean, full disclosure right now, this would be, if you think about it, not just our lifetime, everybody's life. I mean, this is monumental. This would be the mm-hmm. biggest thing that ever happened in humanity.
0: Absolutely. Period. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: I just had another deja vu. Thank you. Good.
0: That's a good thing. Yeah. So, but, but as far as I'm concerned... They do not want us to know or believe that there is a higher power bigger than the U.S. federal government. Mm -hmm. I mean, the back of every every currency, whether it's a coin or dollar, says "In God We Trust." But what that really means is. In Washington, we, we trust. trust. Washington, the, the Federal Reserve—that is, that is God. That is everything it's revolves not, it's around. It's not even
1: federal, actually.
2: Yeah, er,
0: er, yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the Federal Reserve is about as federal as Federal Express. Yeah,
2: the right. Rockefellers, yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and it was, and as soon as it's disclosed that we are not the highest life forms in the universe, I think we're going to have to change every aspect of our paradigm. We, we're going to have to stop talking about. Um, uh, whose God, whose sky God is better and bigger than the other sky God? Um, you know how? Why are we spending all of this money? Why are we chasing our tails to keep up with the Joneses? Why are we? I think that it was like it would be phenomenal if we had people who say, "Hey, listen, space is out there for us to explore." It's all about you, kids. Kids are going to like turn around and they're going to be into STEM. Um, uh, STEM subjects like you would not believe: science, math, technology, the whole kit and caboodle. And it's like, I mean, and it was, just, I mean, just imagine it, it, kids being allowed to create the future. You're going to have like a Steve Jobs in every neighborhood. You're going to uh, have
1: that'd be cool. But but the the thing is, I saw one military, or I, I read that one military guy that, that um, I forget his name right now, who who actually saw the wreckage at Roswell, right. Looked at it and he said, "Oh my God, this technology is so far advanced from our own that people wouldn't be able to handle this. They wouldn't be able to handle the knowledge that these these this civilization or these extraterrestrials, wh- whoever they are, are so much further advanced than we are. It makes us look like we're in the Stone Age, basically. And and you're you're talking about societies that could be a thousand years ahead of ours, right? You know." Just the fact that they can get here from wherever they're coming from says that they've got some kind of technology. Whatever that we're, technology. Not even, we're not even close to. But,
0: but so, so, yeah. the, so the,
1: the this this guy's thinking is that you know we can't let people know that this is that this is out there. It's it's too scary. It's you know to think how, what the, how, and who knows whether they're hostile yeah, or not. However, you know?
2: it, it, if you also make the link with the technology, you have to know that this is for real look at where our technology has progressed in such a short period like the last time. 100 years si, or even right. the last 50 it's years it's amazing right. yeah. mm-hmm. and i mean there's inventions that have have been bought up and suppressed and suppressed by golf and i there's major corporations there's politicians mm-hmm. uh, it goes on and on and on
1: well, there's a lot of thinking that some of the technology we're using today is, is alien technology that came out of Roswell. Oh,
2: definitely. Uh,
1: um, the Bell Labs, which is, again, near, right near where we grew up, is was the Lockheed. place that, that was, Lockheed's yeah, yeah. another one, was the place that got
0: the, Honeywell the, is another the word.
1: government yeah. contract, so to speak. I guess you could call it a contract. Right. But, but they got the, the access to, to yeah, stuff from yeah. Roswell, and they developed technology out of it. Um, supposedly the microwave and, and things like that i mean i microwave just kind of showed up one <laughs> day
0: then there's a funny story that we've you know, already talked about right
1: right so so who knows i don't i don't know. You know it's hard to say but um you know i remember a neighbor of mine that worked at bell labs and he was probably like some kind of super genius i mean he, he was so smart you couldn't even like talk to him you know he was just out there he had his head in the clouds all the time you know? right uh, he, he, maybe he was working on that. I don't know. You know, that's when I was a kid, so I didn't really pay that much attention. I thought he was just some crazy scientist, you know. Maybe he was one of them. Maybe he was. I don't know. He just moved away all of a sudden. He was just gone. <laughs> here, here's he of, disappeared with his here, whole family.
0: <laughs> here is one of the reasons why I know that the oil corporations have something to do with keeping the lid on disclosure. If it turns well, it out, reason, yeah. if if it turns out that that the government has in its possession in the real Smithsonian somewhere out in the desert or, or out in the woods somewhere, they have the technology that could turn the automotive industry inside out, and we no longer using um, petroleum based products. Um, and renewable energy. And then all of a sudden, what's going to happen to Saudi Arabia? What's going to happen to OPEC? That's going to implode. What's going to happen when the Middle Eastern countries are no longer able to make the money that they're making now? It's all
2: about the money.
0: It's all about the money. So obviously, there's somebody within the oil corporations who are saying to the government, don't let this technology out. Don't let this... Because if you could run your Ford truck on polluted salt water." You know for a fact that that would be it for for the OPEC nations. Yeah, I mean, it would be over. It
1: would have changed. I mean, if, if you go back to forty seven, when when supposedly when the when the saucer crashed at Roswell, had they taken that technology and turned it into to you know clean energy or whatever whatever they could have gotten out of it, look how different the planet would
2: be today. Well, you know, look, linear. look how if there was full disclosure. Just this thought just came to my mind. Um, think about. Um, all the different religions would just disappear and everybody would could live on the planet together they wouldn't be fighting there wouldn't be wars over religion anymore everybody mm-hmm. would be as one all the walls would be broken down it would change everybody's would viewpoint would that would that work if everybody's viewpoint was changed and everybody lived on the planet together instead of being in control and,
0: and then we would be looking at all my money we would be I mean I mean it's like you look at every with the exception of maybe the Buddhists because I, I I'm not sure but it's like you you look at Islam and you have the Shias and the Sunnis and and they're killing each other over which version of Islam is right. the one that you is, should be is following. The correct you, version, you, yeah. you look, you look at Christianity. Same and with it, what's with what's it, going on in in Ireland. Whereas, like you have Catholics and Protestants who are fighting and killing each other, and then you have the comic book nerds who are fighting over which franchise is better, Marvel or DC. I mean, but if you look at the
1: Catholic Church, how many people have they killed in the name of? Christ or in the
0: name of religion. Or old bunny you know, Bruno. Or old bunny Bruno. Yeah, there's
1: a there was a priest named Bruno in the late fifteen hundreds that his last name was Bruno. Uh, that he had the audacity to say that the that the that the earth was not um, the sole place of of
0: and all the stars, life being, like, and all there, the there stars, there could be in the, life at yeah. other parts of the universe. There, and, 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 and the, the, and, and he, and the he Catholic had the,
1: Church was so incensed by his thought patterns that they stripped him naked, took him to the village square, and burned him. Burned him this was, the was in 1599. Yeah. And uh, so, what it would, and what yeah. would
2: it be like for humanity, people on planet Earth, if they found out that we're hybrids? Oh yeah. Oh jeez. That's a oh, yeah. possibility. we hy- what? Yeah. We're that's hybrids? that's a very distinct
1: possibility. I <laughs> I'd give that a lot of credibility, you know, that we've been You're going to ha- you're going to have tampered uh, with. You're going to have We've mm. been tampered with by mm. Mm.
2: extraterrestrials. They've used mm-hmm. their DNA mm. to create right us. You're going to
0: you're going to have Maury Povich doing specials saying, <laughs> "Walt, Walt <laughs> how, much, how much alien <laughs> how much alien genetics do you have?" <laughs> Walt, I'm, I'm sorry, but your grandfather was not well from there's
2: also there's also a, a conspiracy theory out there right now that um, with the swine flu that um, this is what I've the Zika? what I've heard that yeah. um, that they want to that they're creating a vaccine or a vaccination um, for the swine flu and if you take that it destroys your DNA. Hmm. Could that be because they don't want you to know?
0: Yeah absolutely. Absolutely,
1: there's there's so many different there's, possibilities.
0: It's, for, for it's, things, it's you know? all it's yeah. all possible. It's all possible. And so,
1: um, we I think we need to talk a little bit about um, Hillary Clinton coming out with. Um, are she interested? Go ahead and it, ask
0: your question. Uh, Go. I know you're <laughs> dying to ask. This question. Well, I'll
1: get to it. You know, I'll get to it. Oh yeah. But back in December, um, when when the when the presidential candidates were all over New Hampshire, you know, which, which is how they do. That's one of the. It is the first primary, so, so are crawling all over the place Uh, there's a Conway uh, a Conway reporter for the Conway Sun I think um, asked Hillary Clinton about now she's got a history of of UFO connections Uh, back when Bill was president um, they were involved with this guy called Lawrence Rockefeller and it was a Lawrence Rockefeller initiative he was actually um, Nelson Rockefeller's brother he's died uh, the last couple of years from now I think I think he died a couple of years ago. He was obviously real rich. And he was really pushing for, for UFO disclosure. Uh, so he came up with this initiative to try and force Bill Clinton into pushing, you know, to find out what we know and what we you know Let's what, let what we have out. what we have, you know, socked away in terms of UFO knowledge and stuff. So Hillary actually and I think Bill might have gone too though it's not documented. they, they actually went to his ranch in Wyoming. And spent like a weekend there, or a long period of time with him, um, and met with him, and so on and so forth. And and he he um, actually put an ad in a Los Angeles paper asking Bill Clinton to to divulge what you know what's known about UFOs. Right. Of those. right. Um, and nothing ever came out of it. So so either they got to Clinton, and maybe that's where the you know maybe that's where the blue dress came in. I don't know, but um, maybe that was a little bit later, but um it, it, at any rate they 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 didn't they didn't really nothing really came out of it um and you know this guy had like billions of dollars so you know it's not really even a question of money necessarily uh so fast forward to to the presidential election in december a reporter from from conway conway's son i think it is asked hillary what you know if you get to be president, what are you going to do about the u f o question and she said some pretty interesting things. She talked about a task force um, to go to Area Fifty One and find out what's there.
0: Um, All she has to do is pick up the phone and call Mr. Kerry. Just call, just call Tom Kerry. Yeah, you'll... but
1: but why does that not? You know, other presidents have tried that. Jimmy Carter tried that, and they stonewalled them. They, they they apparently what they do is they say that's not something you need to know.
2: Yeah. And and the, the president <clears throat> isn't of the highest power. Oh no, there's oh, seven more. There, there's yeah. seven more clearances that the president has to go to to find out about this. Exactly. So exactly. we if we were getting disclosure from the president of the United States, we're not getting all the facts. It's only going to be some. It's going to be very, kind of shred. Yeah. It's going to be very small, yeah, I agree. and it's not mm-hmm. going to be enough. Where it's going to make it's not going to be earth shattering. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to. It's it's not going to make a difference. But
0: I think that what's hopeful for all of us is that a couple of months ago, the CIA did a document dump with seven documents about UFO sightings that they saw near American interests in foreign lands that they investigated. And some of them were like, "Hey, there's something here." So, yeah, we, well, I they mean, did. It, it, did say, there, yeah. it, there is some hope that there is going to, be, there are going to be more people who are going to come out and say, "Hey, listen, they've been lying to us this entire time. This is what they actually know," and just just come out with it. And it's just a matter of time before there's another Edward Snowden who says, "This is what's really going on." But, I think it's inevitable. But
1: but at, but at the end of the day it's it's got to be whoever this group of people is and it's a group of i don't know powerful white old white guys probably that that have their have this clamped down for for whatever reason and we've talked about some of the reasons we probably don't even know all the reasons but they're the ones that are going to have to release the grip on it you know i, I don't i don't think you know okay hillary gets to be president and you know, she sends a task force to Area 51. So who knows? Biden, by this time maybe they moved it somewhere else. Whatever the hell right. they have, you know. And how who do knows? You,
2: right. You know. And how do you know you're going to get the truth from there? Exactly. Uh, exactly. There's so many other places that you could delve into to get more information than what we're going to get from them.
1: Right. So here's my question to Eric. Uh, he's he's been in and past shows. He's been um, um i have to say a pretty vocal non-supporter of, of hillary's presidential candidacy sure is that putting it that's putting i it think that's putting it's
0: putting because
1: i'm trying to be you're, try, you're trying to be nice i
0: first of all first of all i can i'm I, she is a pathological liar okay well okay
1: that could that may be but there's um, a whole bunch of reasons it, why you, I you've think. made it pretty clear that if she is the nominee, the Democratic nominee, you're probably not going to vote for her. Is that is that true or not? That's, that's putting up, it mildly. Up to this point. Putting it mildly. All right. So here's my question. If, if you could be assured that if she gets elected, that she would disclose the UFOs. Everything every, that we Everything know. about the UFOs. Would, would that change
0: your vote? Now... Here's the thing, and, and here's the of Chico's non-political. I mean,
1: he's, he's already figured out that it doesn't really matter <laughs>
0: who the hell's president. Right. First of all, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm with Chico on this. Obviously, and I
1: have to say, I'm because to, the thing is, is that it's
0: decided already anyway. Because so. who, whoever you vote for, the government still gets elected. Like yeah, it's it, the same old, same. Old it's thing. the same old, same old. Okay, and it was just like Barack Obama went into office, hope and change, yada yada yada. Gitmo was still open. There's a lot of things that he promised that he would do on day one after his inauguration that he was he's he still hasn't been able to do. There's a lot of things that, and and I think that I mean Obamacare is really nothing more than the wholesale government takeover of health care, for good or for ill. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, there's some thinking now that this guy uh, Steve Bassett that I was talking about is thinking that Obama's going to be the one that's going to drop the, drop the shell. But
0: um, yeah. But the thing is is that the only
1: the, one of the big things he talks about is the fact that um Putin the pre, the Russian Putin, president right. is, is, is he's he's made some interesting Putin, statements.
2: Right. He he said that if the United States is not going to come out with UFOs he's oh, going to he's, he's going to do, do it. He's going to do
1: it. so if so you know maybe he doesn't want Putin to get the drop on him too, you know. I mean, that's going to make us look really bad and uh, you know, if the Russians come out with it, what's that make us look like? You know. Not good.
0: not good do you so, want me to
1: answer your question and and not? with putin yeah. nobody's telling putin that he can't do anything i don't i you know no. I, if if they do they don't they don't live very long you know they end up in siberia or somewhere <laughs> wherever the hell they put him. Putin will people jump, that don't agree with him
0: putin will rip off his shirt and jump <laughs> on his horse and wrestle a bear well,
1: we we have to hope not <laughs> yeah but uh
0: because, so, uh, because you know I, maybe,
1: maybe obama's going to drop the bomb i don't know he, do you want not, an answer not, to not not the you want que- you want an answer right.
0: to your question okay. or not? Do you want to Do you want to answer to your question or not? Answer it. Okay. Here is the only way you could get me to vote for Hillary Clinton. And I thought about that. This, this is going to be rude, I can tell. I this no, I'm serious, okay? First of all, Hillary Clinton has to give full disclosure on one aspect.
1: Okay. Of and
0: and what is that aspect Eric? You know what? I don't care what it is so long as it's like... It could be Roswell. It could be the Aztec incident. It could be the incident in Pennsylvania with the space acorn or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Give us the full unadulterated truth about just one incident to prove to us that she has the goods.
1: But how would we know it was the truth? How, how, How do you prove that? they're they're you know they're probably going to give you some sanitized version of no just which is, which is no what I'm thinking
0: about. like it, like the thing is take a stadium somewhere like you know the um the the foxborough stadium right and then lay out all the documents <laughs> lay out all I, the I documents want, i don't want to see documents
1: i want to see yeah. wreckage <laughs> yeah i, I want to see actual material from spaceships. and i'm telling you and i'm telling you you can't prove is right. not has, or you
0: can prove right. that it's not or, been made oh, but, on oh, this planet. but plan. I'm not finished, Walt. Yeah, right. fault, Walt. I'm not all right. finished. All right, go ahead. And then, and then, at the end zone, I want—I want to see the remains of a flying saucer. I want okay. to see the corpses that they have in the in the in the in the jars. I want to see it all. And then yeah, Hillary. Clinton, too. And then Hillary Clinton says, "This is just the tip of the iceberg. If you vote for me, I will reveal everything else. She ha—she has to give us something in good faith."
1: And and what's really going to happen is they're going to say, oh, yes, we do have some knowledge of
0: extraterrestrials.
1: We're not going to tell you what it is, but. We we do have some knowledge that they exist. That's
0: that's probably what. We're and then, having, and yeah. if, if and if that's really? what's going like, to like we didn't all know that anyway. <laughs> know? No, really. And and the answer is no. I if if they're only going to give us that little. No, I can't. No, she, she has it's to gotta guarantee. Be, it's got to be the full monte. She, huh? she got to be the full monte. I got to. I have to see full frontal and the money shot. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I agree. You know, and think, and, yeah. and the thing is that we, who knows that. We, if we're ever going to get the truth. If they, if
2: they come across like that, well, we do have some knowledge. That That's not even going to pacify people. No, people are no. going to get more like, well, if you do know about it, well, what's going on? What's happening? Right, what's ha- right, Are, are right. they here? What's the, are what's they the, coming? Yeah. You know, how, you, then there's, where, there's where, just more. Where do they originate from? That there's kind of, you more know, questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. more questions that have to be answered.
0: I'd like to also like see Hillary Clinton standing up stage and she like rips her face off and underneath there there's this reptilian. <laughs> <It's a> reptilian <laughs> underneath. It.
1: You know, there's it's funny. There I was listening to a guy named John O'Dean. He he was a he was a sergeant major or a major. I don't know. whether He was a major or a sergeant. Or, I don't know. Anyway, what his rank was. But he was in the military for a long time, and he was stationed in Belgium or somewhere. And there was a there was a um, a study done by a by a British. Um, General or something, uh, which he, which where there was only a couple copies of it was. It was called the um, the assessment, I think. Right. Have you heard of that? Or
0: go ahead, keep talking. And, uh,
1: and he got to read it. He he somehow got it, got a hold of it, and read it. And and he said, anybody that read this would know that there is an alien presence here. It it says clearly in it that there are four alien civilizations civilizations. at work on on the planet, you know, and and one of them is perfectly human looking. I mean, it would be like if you were... The Nordics. He didn't say that, but um, I think the Nordics are supposed to be unusually large, aren't they? I guess. Um, Anyway, there's there's one group that is, you know, you wouldn't know them from anybody. I mean, if you're sitting in a... like we were sitting in the diner this morning... They could have been sitting there, a table of them, and we wouldn't have known the difference, you know, unless they started talking about how they're controlling the human race or something. But um, so, you know, he said this is a definitive document, and I think they they took three years to do it, and it's never seen the light of day. It was. He he says he don't know he don't know what happened to it.
2: Yeah, there's also the Andromedans, the Greys, right, right.
0: And there's out. supposed to be a reptilian group too. That, Let it all out. Are- like this, this specific document that you're talking about is one of those documents that should be out in the open. And if, I mean, if Hillary were to take that one specific document mm-hmm. like that, like the one definitive document, put it on her website for all of us to, 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 to read, and she said, This is the tip of the iceberg, I will release everything else, then I would kind of almost ha- have to. As somebody who considers himself as a voice for disclosure, I, I would have to, I would have to vote for her, based solely
1: on that. If if you could be certain that she was actually going to do it, yeah. You know, how do you know? But that? here's the problem: don't don't I,
0: I, I don't, I don't trust her to tell the truth, though. That's the problem.
1: Well, that's a that's that is a problem. You know? And I, I and I believe, that and I think w- a lot of people. I mean, she has a, she definitely has a. She has a trust That's issue. That's a problem in that area. She, she has a lot a, of people she has,
0: say that. She know. has a genuine trusted people. But she's people, part
1: of the establishment, you know. I mean, it's 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 what you have to do to become a, um, a candidate. Well I understand. I mean, we what don't you're saying. we really have a democracy. We we have what poses as a democracy. I, I think that the whole thing is planned out and oh, the yeah. results are those results are in already. Whoever know? they who, know who's gonna be the
0: next whoever president. Whoever they are, they know they are, who is right? going to be.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And the day after the inauguration, they're going to call the president down into the, into the ward room. And they're going to they're say, here, here's everything that we know about you. Keep your mouth shut. Do what we tell you to do. Do you have any mm-hmm. questions? And they're going to say, yeah, what's, what's my plans for the next four years? And uh, it was like uh, Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks, another another guy who was very big on disclosure. Mm-hmm. On both the Kennedy assassination and everything else, and he had he did this great comedy routine about what the president really knows and how he how he knows it, and he's you know he he's shown the video the the film of Kennedy the Kennedy assassination taken from the point of view of the assassin. <laughs> that could be you, <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I, I don't think there's a whole lot of control
1: that the president really has. You know, I think it's more like a figurehead kind I, yeah, of thing. Exactly. And, yeah. And, uh, it's unfortunate, but we don't have a demo- We don't. We don't really have a say in anything, actually. I don't think. I mean, hey, we yeah. have the illusion of being able to pick a candidate, but well, not but, really.
0: But really, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> all an illusion. It isn't illusion. Well, we it's have ridiculous. the illusion of having a podcast as well, where we're talking about disclosure.
1: <laughs> yeah, but who, who knows what you know? This is this is more. Reality and th- some of
0: that other stuff. These are three guys from New England sitting around microphones talking about you know flying saucers. Of course, they're going to take us as seriously as you know. Maybe
1: some people will.
0: I mean, that's the hope. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. Our, our whole point is to to try and open people's minds up a little bit. That you know somebody listens to this and says, oh, you know, that's pretty interesting. I'll, maybe I'll look into that a little bit more. And and I think that all sort of expands everybody's consciousness a little bit. You know, well, I think that however, however many people hear this, who knows? Well, but, or it's you know. going to
2: come down to some people are going to say, you know, when, when the realization is there, reality sets in. You know, why didn't I listen to this sooner? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah, That's that's what it's going to come down yeah, to. You know, this is. I mean, it, the facts are the facts are there. I mean, it's it, this isn't UFOs. Are not fake, it's right.
1: It's not, it's just not something on the pick on the cover of science fiction magazines
2: anymore, and I think most people know, it's, know it's that. But most people are just settling for, well, this is the way it is, they're not going to tell us, and they're not, it's not on their minds every day. Well, what if they landed, you know? What if they're here? What if there's a plan? You know, there's certain people that mm-hmm. think about mm-hmm. that, but mm-hmm. the majority. Uh, the people on the planet aren't no. thinking that, and
1: no. they're not—they're all by the same token. They're not prepared, they're, exactly. For, you know, so I mean, that's some yeah. scary stuff. If a UFO landed out there right now, I'd—I'd I'd be okay with it. I'd be like, "Oh, cool, yeah." Let's go, and, let's go out and see what they had to say.
0: You know, exactly.
1: Wouldn't bother me a bit, but some people would not be able to, you could would just, not do well with that
0: <laughs> you could just imagine these grays coming out I know my wife saucers with like you know pads of paper and pen that's actually asking for us for our autographs you know
1: well you know that brings up a whole another whole question is what what is the what is the alien presence what, why are they here you know what why are they are they studying us are they it's a whole host of reasons are they why. well probably yeah I mean are, are they um is this like a big science experiment there I mean if they are like a thousand years in advance of us in technology which they could very well be let's just let's just could be just like a you know us looking at it in an aquarium or something exactly. yeah
2: let's you
0: let's know. take a step backwards though because last week um, there's a big huge announcement from the Kepler Institute uh, over at NASA mm-hmm. that they just doubled the uh, number of exoplanets that we know of out there in the galaxy and there's about seven of them that are in the Goldilocks zone. You know what the Goldilocks zone is, right? It's not it's too hot, right, not too it's cold. Just, it's just, just right. It's just right, yeah. right for life for as habitation. we know it. To, You know, the thing is, is that what if life in the universe or life in the solar system or life in the galaxy, in our Milky Way galaxy, what if it's really rare? And the thing is, is that they stumbled upon us one of the few examples of life sprouting up all by its lonesome. Of course that they would be watching us. Well, I'm not, I
1: am not. I don't agree with that, though. I don't think it's just spouted up. I think we were seeded. Well, no, I'm I think saying, the planet yeah. was seeded by another race um, way, I mean, probably a million years ago. But maybe, either you know? way. So it, it goes back to the Prometheus movie, well, which is what they were getting
0: to. Later. Whether, okay, so whether hmm. or not if okay if life is really special and unique in the universe mm-hmm. and we sprouted up on our own or we were put here by them whoever they are of course they're going to be e- either circumstance you know that they're going to be watching us closely sure, for sure. one reason or, an- well, or another another
1: thing too is if you think about it, there's there's been ufo sightings for thousands and maybe 100,000 years you yeah. see them in you see Cave paintings that look like UFOs. Sumerians,
2: like... the original writings of the Bible. Yeah, yeah. Sumerians. That was that's, where the Anunnaki yeah, yeah. supposedly had right. their civilization. Yeah. The Nephilim. But, that's, yeah, it's in the it's yeah. We did the, a
1: show about that um, a couple couple shows. Yeah. Uh, but but the the sightings have really amplified since since the late forties. I think there's been so so why do you think that is?
0: The, uh, the detonation of the first atomic weapon. Yeah, I think that's
1: true. So so maybe once we got the atomic. Ability to detonate an atomic bomb, they're saying, mm, you know, they're starting to, <laughs> they're starting to get out of the playpen a little bit, you know, maybe maybe we destroy need to destroy the
2: planet, do right, part right. of the yeah. planet, you
1: know, maybe we need to uh, figure out what's going on, you know, right. maybe there's their little scrutiny's a little bit more intense, you know, maybe that's what's going on, and maybe they really are sort of like interplanetary policemen or something or, or guardians or Game something wardens. that, that are wardens. sort of like you know you, you know if you're not I mean I've heard stories where they've actually negated um, atomic like switches nu- you, know? Nu- you know nuclear yeah. weapons right. Yeah. Yeah. right shut shut it shut it down yeah, so that you couldn't launch them you know yeah. so they have that ability that's Who kind of knows? for me that's kind of comforting <laughs> like, you, know, we, right. we, you know you always think of aliens as being hostile you know that's the kind of image of them you know Maybe that's not true or maybe just some of them are. Maybe some, some
2: of them and well right. from what I've delved into there's some that aren't some that aren't there's some that can match The Grays
1: apparently are hostile.
2: Right. Well
0: but, supposedly. but there's yeah. a re- there's a reason why we should be terrified because you look at what um we did what 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 occurred in North and South America when explorers came from Europe. From Spain and from oh, yeah. England and whatever
1: Cortez, and all those those
0: happy boys. That, we, and we should be ruined. I mean, everything. There's a part of us that are terrified because we know what happened when we stepped into the real world.
1: Right.
0: So we. So anyway, we're looking at the time here, and uh, we're quickly approaching the two-hour mark. Our, so our cut time. Our cutoff time. So final thoughts all around. We'll go with. Uh, we'll go with our guest Chico. What's what are your final thoughts on the on the topic of disclosure?
2: Uh, I just it'd be interesting to see what they give us and if they give it to us. Um, for me, uh, I, I my mind's already made up. I already I already know what what I think is going on. But I think for humanity, um, it needs to it, it needs to be done. We need a change. I think that. Uh, that the government and the world is is at a crossroad right now, and I think by getting disclosure would only make for a better for a better world. And we mm-hmm. need a change. We need a world change, not mm-hmm. just in America. We need a world change. Things are happening, you know, daily around the world and, and I think it almost has to be a spiritual the, and, a spiritual change right,
0: yeah.
1: yeah right more than just changing exactly. systems
2: exactly
1: we need to we need to take the next step in spiritual evolution right. I think we're we're all functioning at a higher vibrational level yep. and I think maybe we're getting there but I'm not sure we're even Getting real close to that kind of thing, yeah. I'd have but, to say that, but that certainly yeah. would push us in that direction. Yeah. Exactly.
0: I think yeah. that, from my final thought here on this topic, is that the only reason why that there would be disclosure would be it's like if 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 the collective they, whoever they are, the only way that there's going to be disclosure is if somehow they can manipulate us to do what they want. Like the thing is, is that they'll give us disclosure. It's just like nine eleven. It's like they will they will give us disclosure in exchange for, we need to colonize the moon, Mars, the asteroids, and we got to get ready for this big, huge invasion. That's never going to happen, or it's fabricated. Mm. I think they, if there is going to be disclosure, they're going to use it for their own purposes. And I think they're going to lie about it. I think they're going to lie about why they're disclosing.
1: Well, you know, I, I think we're, we're not alone. We're, we're clearly not, this is not an isolated situation here on Earth where we're the only intelligent life in the whole cosmos. Um, I think we're part of a network of, of different civilizations, some some that are probably thousands and thousands or maybe millions of years older than ours yep. and maybe some that are younger that are you know behind us even. But it's time for us to take our place as as actual members of that society
0: yeah
1: and and the only way that that, that can be done is is for disclosure to take place and for us to realize with, with hard evidence that we are not alone. We are not just the only, Said. citizens, you know, of, of the of the galaxy or the universe or whatever you want whatever size you want to look at uh, so that's what it's going to do. If, if, if it comes, which I hope it does, then it's going to move us up the, up the ladder, I think, so that we can take our rightful place as citizens of the cosmos
0: You know what? What a great way to end the show. Thanks a lot, guys Okay, this great is, show. This has great. been awesome. Thank I, you. I
1: want to thank Chico for for coming down here today I took time out of a, of a busy schedule to to take the hour plus ride down here and, and, and show up and did a I great job. We, you was know, it was wonderful. really very interesting.
0: And we look forward to seeing you in Vermont. This yeah, we're going to do
1: another show, um, right. you know, in the near future. Sounds good. Okay. Absolutely. All for it. Sounds good.
0: This has been the metaphysical connection with your hosts, Eric Renderking Fisk and Walt Schnabel. This podcast is dedicated to exploring the unexplained, the paranormal and the supernatural phenomenons. You can learn more about us on our webpage. Right now it is metaphysical.fedorchronicles.com. We can find links to our Facebook and Twitter page. This is also a great way to catch up on past shows, find out what we'll be talking about next time, and drop us a line and tell us how much you love this show and what topics you want us to tackle next. That's also a great portal for all of you to let us know if you'd like to be a guest on our show. With a great story, or to promote a book that you've written, or a documentary that you have filmed, the Metaphysical Connection is a product of the Federal Chronicles Network. Copyright 2016. All rights reserved.